Welcome to Becoming Unique, episode 17. Hey guys. Okay, so when I first asked today's guest to be on the show, I had this idea of doing a check-off list of all the different styles of yoga and who each style would suit. But my guest, along with all of my guests, have stayed true to the intentional vibration that I have set for this podcast. Becoming Unique, The Secret Source is You, which of course has many meanings depending on your interpretation. That's why I ask all of my guests this question. I love to hear what their interpretation of what Becoming Unique is. But when I set out to start the journey into becoming unique, of course, my personal journey provoked the name. But the name is a reminder that becoming unique is individual, one of a kind, that I, we are the secret source. In this society in 2020, so many are looking for the magic pill, the instant results, holding your personal goals to someone else's accomplishment or journey. Digging into the meaning of becoming unique could be a podcast all in itself. But I love that my guest today didn't give me the vision of the bullet point podcast that I originally thought of, but stay right on track with the intentions of becoming unique. Now, if you're curious about the physical practice of yoga, you are in the right place. Even if you don't care about yoga, still stay tuned because today's conversation is one that you could pick up something from. So let's get started. Today on the Become a Unique podcast, we have an amazing yogi by the name of Adele Bridges. Welcome. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me, Unique. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for being here. (laughs) It's my absolute pleasure. Yay. Okay, so for anyone that doesn't know you out there, can you please tell the audience who Adele Bridges is? Sure. Um, (laughs) I am probably most well known for being a yoga teacher, and I... I'm not like um, a lot of yoga teachers where I kind of just teach classes in my local studios, but instead I normally travel around the world teaching as a guest teacher in yoga studios and I teach online um, and yeah, and I have like a YouTube channel and an Instagram page, but I'm also... A health coach so I'm really interested in nutrition and helping people kind of um, boost their health whatever that may mean for them and and also a soon-to-be published author <laughs> yay congratulations on that thank you I want to ask you can you share a great piece of advice that you have received in your life yes so what I what I always like to do is I like to ask people who are older than me or maybe they're just more experienced than me um, 
I say, if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? And probably all of the answers that I ever receive are along the same lines, which is something about something along the lines of take every opportunity that you've got or don't wait until the moment is perfect or is just right to do what you want to do because it's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be just right. Like just live life basically. Um, And the reason I started asking this question was because where I, when I was about 24, 23, 24, 25 or so, I worked in this restaurant and all of my coworkers were much younger than me. They were, you know, 17, 18, 19 years old. And I remember uh, giving them advice, trying to tell them like, look, believe me, look, I'm, you know, I'm six, seven years older than you. You've got to trust me when I say it. But then I would be like, I know you're not going to do it though, because I, I didn't, I wouldn't have taken my advice when I was your age. And then I, and then I was um, speaking to a woman who was um, in her seventies and she said something to me and then she said, but I know you're not going to do it because I wouldn't have taken your advice when I was your age. And it just made me think, okay, hang on what if I did take her advice? Because just as much as I want those, like those teenagers to take my advice as a 24 year old, she wants me to take her advice. So what if I did actually take her advice and her advice was go travel. Mm -hmm. She said, if you want to see the world, don't wait till you've got the money saved up that you think that you need to travel or until don't wait until, you know, you've got everything sorted out and you think that you can, um, you know, you've got the space to travel, just go make it happen now. Um, but that's why I love asking other people, like what, if you could give yourself a piece of advice, what would it be? And then when they, when they answer that question, I really genuinely try to uh, apply that to my life. I like to actually take the revi- the advice that I receive. Yes, that's so beautiful that you honor the advice that's being given. Um, And it sometimes takes us so long to get to that stage. It's like our younger years when we could have used it most. (laughs) We're ignoring all the advice. Like, oh, get out of here. I know better. So um, this is such great advice, and it's so true. Um, And I see you took her advice because you're a traveling yoga teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was. (laughs) We're in virtual world now anyway, so you were already set up for this world. Yeah, it's true. So yeah. You, already, so, you know, other people that were doing their neighborhood studio, they got hit with a shock because they had to try to figure out how, what do I do now? Well, you were already set up for <laughs> this it's, virtual Yeah, world. it's it's true. I, I um, yeah, I had... I had a really good time kind of bringing my audience to my online classes and workshops. Once everybody was kind of just doing everything online, it was, it was, yeah, it was an easy transition for me. And to be fair, I did also just get back from Belgium where I did get to teach in-person mm-hmm. workshops. So yeah, life is good. I can't complain. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. We woke up today, so it's beautiful. Yeah. I think some people look at yoga and other workout plans to be like a healthy, like that's like a healthy body. But I think a healthy body starts with the inside out. What are your thoughts on like 
food and diet plans and so on. Yeah, I totally agree with you. We we are we put way too much emphasis on outward appearance, but if you think about it, what we what we're looking at whenever we see ourselves in the mirror um or when we look at other people is the skin, right? Mm-hmm. And and your eyes. Like those are those are two organs as well as, you know, eyes and skin are just as much organs as the liver or the stomach or the kidneys or or whatever. Um, but but those are the two organs that we can actually see. I think if you think about it as, you know, our skin and our eyes um, are just organs and also fat technically is another organ. Um, so, you know, if you look in the mirror and you're like, ugh. Um, I'm fat and you think of that as like a bad thing. It's, it, I like, I like to encourage people to take the mindset of just seeing it as other organs and your skin is, for example, an organ that might show how healthy the rest of your organs are. Mm-hmm. Um, because as I'm sure people know, you know, if you've got, uh, you know, you, eat a bunch of sugar or maybe indulge too much on the on the booze or whatever and maybe you get a, a some breakouts or something mm-hmm. like that or if you have if you make choices around um exercising a lot or whatever then that's going to change the appearance of um of the the outwardly appearing organs but also you know what's occurring is changes also deeper than what we're seeing you know as far as the skin and skin deep um and so it's a more holistic view of the body like you said it comes from the inside out exactly it's like um I feel like people just look at a workout routine or yoga like, oh, that's the key to my healthy lifestyle where the health comes from the inside out. And we have to be so mindful on how we're nourishing our body. So with nourishing our body, it will help us also when we're working out and exercising to take us to that next level. And I just find that I want to emphasize on how important nutrition is as well as moving our bodies. Because sometimes I think, especially in this Western culture, sometimes we start to like forget how important what we're fueling our soul is. And then it will reflect on the outside. Like you said, it will reflect on your skin and you know, your outer organs as well too. So yeah, I just wanted to touch base on that before we kind of start digging into like the yoga. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. You're like, yeah, yoga queen. Well, you know, when people go to your Instagram page, it's like, oh, oh my God, like, she's amazing. Can I do that? How long will it take me to do that? And so on. That's the energy people are going to feel when they get to your um, page. So I'm sure you get so many questions all the time because I guess, you know, people, you're, you're, I, I don't know how you feel about the word influencer, but, um, in the yoga world, you're probably more of an influencer when people look at you. It's like, oh, wow, she's influencing me to want to go ahead and move forward with yoga <laughs> and so on. I'm sure so many people have taken the yoga class after um, visiting your page. So 
but I know sometimes I hope so (laughs) yeah you definitely um have motivation with your you know your content and so on um I'm sure um you get so many questions like from time to time people asking you asking you you know how to start yoga and what do you tell beginners like when they say I want to look like you I want to start yoga what do I do how do I start this like what's your answer to the beginner well, um, first of all, I mean, one of the, one of the, that's probably one of the most common questions that I get along with, um, something along the lines of like, how long will it take me to be able yeah. to do what I'm seeing you do? And, and I mean, I think that's, that's honestly like the answer for both of those is kind of the same, which is that it's you've got to remember that it's not a single step. It's a whole journey. It's Mm -hmm. not something that you just, I don't know, a magic pill that you take. And then suddenly it's voila, it's there. It's, it's, it's a whole journey. And it's, it's like, um, you know, learning to play a musical instrument. You wouldn't expect yourself to be able to like play some create some masterpiece and like yeah, yeah pro when you're trying straight to learn away. Your ABCs. Yeah. yeah you're trying to learn yeah your, you gotta first learn the abcs before you can like read exactly <laughs> so you gotta you gotta start somewhere but you gotta start is the is the key 100 percent. yeah you said it and and if you're looking at yoga going like okay i want to try it but where do I even begin? Then that's a completely valid question. It's I I don't know many people who haven't asked that question, and for good reason because when you know when you haven't really been to many yoga classes and you're not very familiar with the yoga world as um, as we like to call it, mm-hmm. it looks from the outside just quite daunting and very complex, but. I, again, I'll, I'll relate it to music, just like music is, you know, (laughs) you've got everything from classical music to, I don't know, reggae, jazz, country, rock and roll, roll, hip hop, you know, and, and like dozens and dozens more. And it's just a matter of trying out a few styles and seeing what you like just like you would do with music you know you maybe you you listen to um a few songs in a particular genre and and you're like you know what okay I heard the first song and I wasn't sure about it um but I gave it another try and I've heard now like three or four songs in this genre and I can tell you I just don't like it but I do like this other type of music and the same goes for yoga so you know you've got all these different styles and just as just as it would be if you were like an alien that just landed on the planet and you had never heard of you didn't know what rock and roll was you didn't know what hip-hop was you didn't know what classical was Mm -hmm. um you would have to try them you'd have to listen to them and the same goes for yoga you know you look at at a yoga studio schedule and you see ashtanga and you see vinyasa and you see restorative and you're like hmm okay which one is for me maybe read the description of the class but then you gotta try it yeah and but you have to try it with an open mind that first of all you're not gonna 
you know, you wouldn't pick up a guitar and expect to be able to play it perfectly straight away. And you're not going to maybe feel super comfortable in your very first yoga class, but also just like you hopefully wouldn't write off all of rock and roll. If you heard just one single rock and roll song that was bad, don't Mm -hmm. write off a whole style of yoga. Just if that one class isn't great. So um yeah you raised a good point like don't write it off because I think sometimes people they make their judgment on one class or one situation and it's like oh it was boring like I hear that oh I I tried yoga it was boring or oh I can't do that it's too slow or you know whatever giving excuses and it's like I don't know what type of yoga class you took I don't know if you took a yin yoga class or restorative where it was a little bit slower and then you like to have more motion, so maybe you need a power yoga or like a vinyasa yoga class. So yeah, yeah exactly. Like you said, look at look at the schedule. Try different teachers, and just like you also said, you can't write rock and roll off if you hear one bad song. You may have. Ha- I'm not saying any teacher is bad. You may not have found the right teacher for you. Exactly. Yeah. With, yeah. Every single yoga class, I it's a complete completely different experience for me depending on the energy of that teacher and also yoga is very descriptive so it depends on how descriptive that um teacher is going to speak in that class that's going to relate with you because they talk you through your poses and I realize some teachers can get me through and they give great descriptions and I can flow and then some I'm trying to figure out wait a minute what do they want me to do again and then I'm looking up so you're completely right with like you gotta play with the music to figure out what's gonna rock your soul. Come yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Play with the music <laughs> to find what's gonna rock your soul. <laughs> That's so good. That should be on a t-shirt or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like you're just making them up as we're going because I love that you <laughs> use the music analogy, and then I'm like, okay, I'm flowing with it. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, but let's just kind of like break down a little bit so people can have a little bit understanding like, because yoga, like, which is really asana, we, it has so many different um, styles to it. So yeah. if someone is older, let's say, and they just want to slowly just like tiptoe into yoga and like, you know, move their body, what styles would you suggest for them? If you want something really chilled out, that's mm-hmm. gonna be really relaxing and an easy going something like a restorative yoga class could be great um and uh yeah maybe maybe yin as well or just uh just like something i mean it it doesn't even need to be like a clearly defined style of yoga but maybe just a class that's named something like gentle flow yeah or yeah something like that um usually if if the word flow is used then it means you're not going to hold postures for very long you're going to be kind of moving between postures pretty much constantly but if if it's described as gentle then it'll be postures that are very easy to move into and out of um now I yeah. kind of in my mind I'm not exactly sure I always kind of put yin and restorative in the same category would you put them in the same category no no to me they're very different okay um yin is kind of 
focused more on um, the the myofascia, uh, which is kind of like all of the the soft tissue kind of between the muscles and the tendons and the skin, um, which holds us together. Mm-hmm. Um, and in yin, they do tend to hold postures for three, four or five whole minutes and encourage not moving at all. Whereas restorative is a little bit less regimented. Okay. Restore, restorative is more focused on just uh, relaxing and um, you'll probably use a lot more props in restorative. And it's not about like trying to like work on the structure of your soft tissue so much as just purely relaxing, just getting your nervous system to relax, I think. Well, thank you. for. But I'm not, I'm not an expert on those. So there may be some yin or restorative yoga teachers out there going like, well, no, that's not quite right, Adele. So don't, don't take, <laughs> no, don't we take my word for it. So we're just getting ideas, not, we're not going into details. But yeah, so thank you for kind of clarifying the yin because I, I really was just putting yin and restorative in the same category. But I'm happy that you said that he holds the poses longer and that definitely could be challenging. And yeah. I feel like people haven't admitted this to me when they complain about yoga, but I think that's the challenge that people don't want to admit to. They don't, they can't handle holding those poses. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, uh, these all these different yoga styles that we're talking about, really, we're, we're talking, as you mentioned, about asana, which is the physical part of yoga, what you're doing with your body. But the thing that makes it yoga and not just some mm-hmm. sort of movement class is, yeah, the the kind of what's going on on a deeper level. And I think that very often the reason that people don't like slower yoga classes is because it gives you that time and that space Mm -hmm. to actually kind of be with your thoughts and your emotions and not have a distraction and that can also be very uncomfortable yeah but but very important yes (laughs) (laughs) this is where we kind of bring the eight limbs of yoga into the practice as well too yes yeah okay okay so now, let's say for the opposite end, the person that's like, I got to move, I can't take it, they move it too slow. What styles would you suggest for that person? Well, I would say power yoga or something like rocket yoga. Uh, a vinyasa yoga class is probably going to be, uh, yeah, more dynamic although vinyasa is very broad in itself because you could have a very slow and gentle vinyasa class and you could have well like one of my classes that'll kick your butt (laughs) um which is i would also call it vinyasa um but yeah um ashtanga also is definitely for people who are into something more intense um especially if you like being disciplined (laughs) Um, uh, it's it's um it's all about discipline ashtanga um so yeah uh usually um in my experience yoga studios or or gym classes or whatever might use the word dynamic um or high intensity or something like that to describe these yoga classes as well so it might be called like dynamic flow um 
Yeah, and, I know, like, yeah. with my gym, um, when I would book classes, I would just look for yoga. And they would have the different styles, like maybe three or four different styles. Um, but the description, I, I was always, I guess, too lazy to, like, click on the class and go deeper into the app and look at the description. I would just look at the title. Um, yeah. And just see, vinyasa yoga, and I found out vinyasa yoga is what I, I flow to more. I guess I've taken, like, um, of a yoga classes, like, one class I was sleeping in. And I was like, what am I doing? I came in here to flow. Why am I sleeping? Because I didn't pay attention. So we also have to be mindful if you're taking yoga in your um, gym and you, and you just look at the title that's in bold, like, oh, it's a yoga class. There's different styles of yoga. So make sure you are clicking on the button to, like, read the description of what type, what style yoga that is, because then you may get something different than you were envisioning in your mind. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Coming back to the music analogy, it's like it's like booking to I don't know to go to a concert and and just seeing like music concert, and then if you're expecting rock and roll and you get there and there's just a symphony orchestra playing like <laughs> classical music, you might be like, oh no, this isn't. Why didn't I read the description? <laughs> yeah, and I and, and um I'm in New York, so I guess I'm I'm from a fast paced like movement, and so sometimes I just don't stop. Yoga is helping me um to take my time and be more patient now, but um I think at the beginning I was just okay. What time am I available? What class can I take? I see a yoga class. Let me take that one, and not taking the moment to see what style it is. So I just wanted to raise that point because like this is just from my my experience. But it's also I guess a good thing as well too, because then I did get to experience styles of yoga that maybe I wouldn't have experienced if I was, you know, being stuck to just that one um category of, you know, one style. So Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's all a part of it, isn't it? Like I mentioned, you know, it is a it is a journey. Yeah. Um and then Not, also with music, yeah. with the music analogy, you know, it may you may like vinyasa yoga, but you know, it just like you may like hip hop music, but maybe you're not in the mood for it that day. Maybe you're in the mood for jazz. So then that day you say, you know what? I do love my vinyasa, but I think I need a restorative. So it's okay to step out of the style that you are used accustomed to because maybe you're in the mood to go in a different um, direction that day. 100%. Well. So, so that's just a, um, a food for thought for everybody. Did you have any more points like with people to tell them when they're looking for yoga, when they're stepping into this um, yoga world, anything, any other advice you have for them? Uh, well, I guess I would just say that I think I did mention this already, but just, you know, don't let the fact that maybe you walk into a class and it's clear that everybody else has been practicing yoga and they, you, they just, they have that swagger that you can tell they, they feel totally comfortable in there. And you, you know, that you are the only person that's a total beginner. Don't let that intimidate you. Um, I, I let it intimidate me when I first started yoga. And I think that I probably would have gotten into it finally. Um, I mean, I did finally get into it, but I would have gotten into it a lot sooner. And I would have, I would have 
gotten the benefits that come with yoga a lot sooner if I hadn't been intimidated by the fact that I was the only one that didn't kind of know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, I think especially with a yoga class, people are also there just to maybe switch off from everything and just have their practice. And so a lot of people maybe even come across like um, maybe a little bit stuck up, like they're not they're not going to be like super friendly. But that that could just be because they are there to just be with themselves and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Like just uh, don't take anything too personally and don't don't get intimidated just be confident and be like yeah I'm a beginner woohoo I don't know what's happening I don't know what's going on and that's awesome and I'm awesome and just just keep it keep it up and yeah and yeah, you will see I the benefits definitely agree that when you're in the yoga yoga class most people go there and they're in their zone. They're not paying you any mind. And I do recall one time, um, it was like a Tuesday yoga class. I took all the time and maybe I got there late. So I, the only spot for me was in the front and I was intimidated to be in the front because I didn't want like anyone seeing me or watching me. Yeah. And I said to the neighbor, I was like, the person, I was like, oh my God, like, I don't want to be up here. I don't want anybody watching me. It's like, I'm in the front. And then um, she was like, honey, ain't nobody thinking about you. She was like, everyone is, she was like, yoga is not like that. Everyone is in their own zone, which is so true Mm -hmm. because I, you know, I'm worrying about my practice. And then I feel like anytime I do step out of my practice, I wobble, I fall apart. And I realize that with yoga, you need to focus on you. (laughs) Um, And and I think a lot of people realize that as well too. And um, if I was younger, Stepping into yoga, I think it would have been definitely a lot more insecurities um, there. But I think a lot of um, me being able to step in there and just be a hundred percent beginner was a, a lot. Also, probably due to my maturity. But yeah, uh, but I remember um, I went to a class um, at the beginning of yoga. I was like taking a person's class, you know, and then I stopped going to that person's class because I started going to a different location. within my gym so then I happened to go back to her class let's say a year later she called me out she was like I didn't even know I was so bad she was like what the hell have you been doing (laughs) she was like this is she was like and she like literally just stopped me in the class she was like what are you doing yoga five days a week like I don't understand this like you are like a complete different person than you were (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, you know, it, it was a compliment. But then again, I was like, oh, my God, like, how? <laughs> what was I looking like before? But this was proof that showing up to the mat makes a difference. And, you know, within a year's time, I was able to grow my practice by just showing up. And that's what yoga is about. It's about making sure that we show up to that mat. And, you know, over time, you know, it's like building a house, you know, building a house one brick at a time. You can't just throw everything in at one time. And then all of a sudden, in a year, you have a house if you put one brick at a time. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I just had to throw in my little story in at the <laughs> at the end of that statement. Yeah, but, I love um, that. <laughs> but I have another question for you. Throughout your travels of teaching, what's the most popular question you receive outside of, I guess, like, how can I be like you? <laughs> 
Uh, well, I got lots of questions about about just traveling. Um, mm -hmm. You know, being able to to teach yoga while traveling, or um, yeah, or or I suppose I don't know. Maybe I'm putting a bunch of different questions under one umbrella, but um, yeah, just questions about like um, how to how to be able to travel more mm -hmm. and because it's something I mean well there's a lot of people who don't really care about traveling um I've got I've got some friends from high school who are just co totally content um never never going anywhere um but uh but for a lot of people it's it's a dream and yeah. it seems quite far-fetched for them and I think that again it's it you know we kind of get stuck just based on our mentality towards things as like needing to have all the answers now mm -hmm. and or needing to have all the resources now and it's kind of like being that beginner in a yoga class and being like okay I don't know what I'm doing I don't have all the answers but I'm just gonna show up mm -hmm. and with you know, traveling, if, if you just want to travel just in general, or, you know, if, if you're doing a job that you think I could do this on the road, why, why am I uh, not living out of a suitcase and traveling, uh, you know, the way that I always dreamed of? And well, I mean, one answer for that right now is because of our dear friend COVID. <laughs> but, um, yeah. But besides that, um, you know, it's, um, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to fit into any kind of box or category, like traveling, what is traveling? Traveling is just going outside of the area that feels familiar to you. You know, it may not even mean leaving your country. Mm -hmm. It could just mean going to somewhere that's, that's new and different and experiencing that. And, I mean, that's, that's a really great way to start as well. Like traveling is kind of a skill. Um, and like any skill, you can start small and build up. So maybe if you want to, if you've always wanted to do solo traveling, but the idea of like getting off of a plane and um, a country on the other side of the world and a country that, you know, has a completely different language and culture to what you're used to, if that seems too daunting, then don't start with that. Start with yeah. like a bus journey to, um, you know, the next state over or, um, or a place that speaks the same language or whatever. And, and, you know, think, travel in a way that, you can afford if money is is a barrier to you like there's so many different ways to travel you can travel on an absolute budget and that's why there's like so many different books out there about traveling on a shoestring or whatever um so it's kind of like yoga just you just gotta start you just gotta yeah start that I mean, it's, and then within a year's time and then you're like oh my god like what happened like i'm in i'm now i'm traveling the world when i just started traveling my my state I was yeah, exactly. It's all like the, it's all analogy for life in general, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> just keep showing up. Yep. Just keep kind of chipping away at it. Don't expect to be able to um, make one move and poof, 
you know, you've reached your goals straight away because let's be honest, life would be boring if we reached our goals straight away and we didn't have to work for them, you know? I mean, if we yeah. if we knew the, the winner of every football game we watched, then those football games would be boring. Like the thing about, the thing that makes anything interesting is the kind of the not knowing and the learning that goes into it, the figuring things out, the um, the the journey. Yeah. Yeah, it's so the journey is so important. I don't think people realize like we have to find joy in the journey. I think everyone's just trying to skip the journey and get to the to the finish line, and that's not where the joy is at. The joy is in the journey. So yeah, yeah. It's, and we have to, you know, you don't want to just go straight to the to the climax. You want to just, you know, work your way up there. So yeah, like you said, just start traveling small. Um, could be just traveling out of your own neighborhood. <laughs> If that's the case, um, yeah. Then, uh, but yeah, that's a that's a um, that's a good question because yeah, I think a lot of people are stagnant and kind of stuck and just kind of like in their comfort zone. And yeah, I hope you know some of your words help people feel a little more comfortable to start making that extra step and just start showing up for things that they want mentally in their mind. So yeah, yeah. kind of to transfer back over to yoga. I have a question because mm-hmm. like I have a I have a daughter and um she's a she's a dancer. She's a very flexible dancer too. And I remember when she used to do pre-professional ballet, one of her teachers was not impressed that her leg was the highest leg in the class. <laughs> and she would like, you know, always instruct her, I guess, to do different things with her her body. Um, bring the leg lower, hold more control. And I mm-hmm. always think about this um, when I'm in a yoga class and you're, not every yoga class does this, but some teachers will speak about, you know, um, hypermobility and you're fle- being flexible and, you know, I guess kind of like bringing it in a control. And I'm still kind of like trying to understand it. Can you help me understand like, you know, why, the flexibility may sometimes be a concern and, you know, yeah. and hypermobility and stuff like that. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I think, well, people often have these, a goal, for example, of becoming more flexible, but really what we, I think what, what people want when they want to be more flexible is they want have, they want to have greater mobility, which is being able to move your body into different shapes but in a way that's controlled and healthy where you have control of your body. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what, what a lot of people have, and well, to be precise, it's around 15% of the population. So it is not, it, you know, it, it's the minority of people, but it's still a pretty good chunk of people. 15% mm-hmm. have something called joint hypermobility and it's um it affects the collagen which is just one of the proteins that makes up the soft tissues of your body and it means that and and i'm hypermobile um and it just means that our um our joints become at risk of not being uh stabilized enough by the the ligaments the tendons the muscles the myofascia um because we're just basically extra stretchy we're very bendy naturally and these are the people who like your daughter like um will will go to a yoga class will go to a dance class will go to gymnastics these kinds of things where it, it 
um, it it helps to be flexible um, and we find it very, very easy. And we're that person like going down into a split like on the first class or whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> like I mentioned, it's I mean, it's it comes back to balance. It's it's all about balance. And I mean, balance is the key to good health, I think, balance in, in anything. And hypermobility often is an imbalance of too much flexibility without enough stability, without enough strength. And so uh, hypermobile people, like your daughter, can we can fling our legs up, we can kind of sink down into poses, we kind of flop about. Mm-hmm. And that can, over time, create a lot of... Um, uh, it, it can cause a lot of strain on the joints and it leads to a lot of pain. But interestingly, it can also affect things like your digestion. It can create fatigue. It can create anxiety because of the way that everything in the body is interconnected. And, um, and so by moving with more control, so like resisting against gravity instead of just kind of sinking down and giving into gravity or lifting a leg slowly instead of using momentum to fling it up, mm-hmm. something like that, then you can still benefit from your flexibility. You can still go into these, these great ranges of motion, but doing so with activation of the muscles means that you've got uh you've got the strength to match it and so your joints are going to be protected and Mm -hmm. stabilized and um and that's what um the the book that i mentioned that's coming out soon i i co-wrote it with my um my my colleague and my one of my best friends celeste Pereira. we wrote it for these people who are overly flexible. So these are the people who might, um, they might be called double jointed. They might have like these party tricks of like turning their, their shoulders, <laughs> like uh, dislocating their shoulders or um, showing off how like, how far backwards their elbows bends or yeah. these kinds of things. Um, but, um, but because it can come with, these issues like pain and fatigue and anxiety, headaches, um, even, um, I mean, there's, there's actually quite a long list of, of things that are more highly correlated, uh, with hypermobility. Um, so we wrote, we wrote this book that'll be out in March. Um, it's called too flexible to feel good. Um, and, and that's why, because I, I was one of those people and I didn't know about this. And as I started learning more about my body through yoga, I, um, I discovered that I needed to move differently to remain healthy. Wow. Oh, you great. I learned something new today. Like I didn't know it was like this deep. Wow. Yeah. It's, oh. it's something, oh my gosh, I could talk. I could talk for an hour at least about it. It's super fascinating, but so many people don't know about it, even though it's super common. Okay, because I was just thinking like, oh, you got to bring more control. No, it's more to it. Yeah. It's layers, so many layers. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is good. Like, and um, So this is going to be a really good book because yeah. I feel like it's something people don't know about and people need to know about this. Yeah, we're really excited about it too because we because in the book we talk a lot about anatomy, which can be very dry and 
boring subject Mm -hmm. uh we've kind of made it comic book style because the way we see it is like i mentioned you know if you are a very flexible naturally flexible person if you can build strength into your flexibility then you can do these amazing things with your body and you're kind of a superhuman and so we've got like this superhuman superheroes and super villains kind of theme to the book Mm -hmm. and kind of laid it out a bit like a comic book so it's really fun as well so even though it's it's you know like lots of biomechanics and um things about the nervous system and all of this we've made it uh, quite fun to read oh like a comic book that sounds fun yeah. oh cool uh, i'm thinking about all the girls in um pre-professional ballet yeah <laughs> yeah there were so many pre-professional you know all these girls and they have these amazing bodies and this amazing ability and so on um i just envisioned all of them with this book <laughs> in their in their big bags in their big duffel bags every day after school that would oh, be awesome. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, before we end the show, I just would like to ask you, because I ask all my guests this, what does becoming unique mean to you? I love this question. And um, yeah, I also, I love the name of your podcast. It's so perfect. <laughs> <Thank> um, <laughs> but yeah, this is, I and mean, this is what I'm all about is the, the understanding of the self. So one of my favorite things to tell people is that you are your own guru. You know, we, we're often, I mean, we're bombarded by messages from advertising of like products that we need to buy. And we're constantly being told that like the answers that we seek are in some products that we haven't bought yet or some, you know, something else that's external to us, but actually our bodies, for example, just to, to just to start off with, our bodies are incredibly intelligent, like way more intelligent than we are, than our minds. I mean, if you think about everything that our bodies do for us, like without us having to think about it, like digesting our food and mm-hmm. healing wounds and, um, you know, pumping our, like turning the oxygen that we breathe and sending it to all of our cells and just all this incredible stuff like all of the workings of the bodies like of our body is is still there's still so many things that are a mystery to us like with all of the scientific breakthroughs that human beings have had over the centuries there are still unanswered questions about our bodies but our like so we're we're like little babies that are still trying to learn the the way of the world but our bodies have got it all figured out like our bodies know what to do and and through that I think it's I always feel like the physical is just a beautiful tool to then understand how to go deeper and and there's also there's so many so so many places in life where we really if we just take the time to kind of sit and ask ourselves well okay why am i why do i want this or you know what what's going on here we can realize that we do actually have the answers to many things that we're that we're seeking but yeah. we don't 
trust ourselves enough and we've been brainwashed into thinking that the answers lay elsewhere but actually so often everything that we're looking for is right there within us and so to me like that becoming unique that's that's becoming aware of just how how wise and intelligent you are and and this amazing vessel that you live in and all of the abilities that you have within you um you know independent of everybody else and what everybody else is doing what everybody else says so true so true ah this is so true we we have to realize the power is within us you you put the nail on the head it's we have the answers and we have to stop being like looking at the brainwashing of mankind to think that we have to seek out with and the answer's always in us. So yes, so yes, yeah. yes. So, so becoming unique is within all of us. Yes. Okay. Lastly, um, please tell the audience, how can they connect with you? Sure. Well, um, I mean, my website is just my name. So AdeleBridgesYoga.com. My mother spelt my name wrong on my she didn't really spell it wrong, she, but she she made it difficult for me. I have to spell my name out. It's A D E L L Bridges B R I D G E S dot com, and that that can kind of get you anywhere that um anywhere else that you can find me. But I'm on Instagram with my name Adele Bridges. YouTube, same thing. Um, and um, yeah, I think that's I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, Website, yeah. So, yeah, YouTube. Yeah, check her Instagram out. She has also this little comedic effect to her. Like, she makes some videos. I'm like, <laughs> um, I put a little chuckle. You, you have a little, com- you have a comedic effect to it. I think yesterday, was it something about the knees and they showed the knees? I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, where someone else would do the video and it's just like, you know, if you're having issues, you know, it just be in a different tone. Um, and I'm like, really, she got me over here chuckling. <laughs> oh, good. Well, you know, it's, I just appreciate that people have busy lives and they've, and I'm competing with like Netflix and stuff like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I got to keep people entertained and, yeah. and people have short attention spans. So yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even read the um, description to the yoga class. <laughs> so yeah, of course. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you being here with us today. And, oh, you know, thank you. about yoga and hopefully, you know, people, people can have more understanding with stepping into this yoga world, that it is a unique process for that individual and that they have to make sure they walk into their own unique selves with doing it. Thank you. I appreciate you. Oh, I'm super grateful. Thanks, Unique. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. I would like to end today's podcast with a caption from Adele's latest Instagram post. It's a picture of her on the beach with the sunset and she's in a full wheel. And there's a second picture of a hammock in the sunset. And just give me a moment while I read her caption. It's kind of long, so but it's amazing. I love every word she had to say in this caption. And I thought it was just so fitting to close out today's episode. One of my first solo traveling memories is when I had just finished my first 200-hour TTC. 
and I went to find a quiet beach to decompress after those intense four weeks. The journey meant something like five buses, a flight, three tuk-tuk rides that took about 30 hours and probably 10 years of my life. Ha ha, laughing emoji. When I finally arrived at my hotel, the sun was just beginning to set. And I sat in a hammock where there was nothing between me and the sparkling waves of the ocean but a bit of sand and some tiny little crabs scurrying across it. Life seemed perfect at this moment. And it was. I made it to paradise. My life was a postcard. I wanted this moment to last forever. But then the sun set. The hammock became uncomfortable. I got hungry. I re- I remembered I needed to find Wi-Fi so I can call my mother and let her know I was still alive. The moment was over. I often think about that hammock in the sunset. It's like the goals that we strive for, the desires we crave, the ideas of perfection or balance that we work towards. We may get there, but then the moment passes. There's no hammock in the sunset that we reach and could forever lie in. Life is a journey. Health is a journey. Balance is a journey. Relationships are a journey. Self-love is a journey. Strength is a journey. You get the idea. Sometimes we get a hammock in the sunset, but remember to enjoy the moments in between the perfect postcard moments. Wow. This caption was nothing less than amazing. I love it. Oh my goodness. Go visit Adele's Instagram page and her YouTube. One of her latest YouTube videos is a gentle flow yoga. It's not gentle flow, but it's definitely yoga for beginners. And it's a good one. Definitely check it out. If you want to start your yoga journey and you and you haven't, check out her video. It's a great starter video. Thank you for tuning in to Becoming Unique. I will have all of Adele's information in the description so you can click along. Thank you, and I will see you guys again next week. Bye.